0: Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 190 of The Body Nerd Show. And on today's episode, I'm talking all about the TMJ, aka your temporomandibular joint, why headaches and TMJ issues go hand in hand, and the best massage and self-care techniques to address jaw pain. Because whenever you have jaw pain, you might think that it's obviously TMJ, and TMJ is a big deal but actually TMJ is just the name for the joint. TMJ dysfunction or TMJD is technically the term for issues here. And yeah, there can be a lot of issues, including alignment, misalignment, muscular tension, all of which can cause pain. But the more you can understand how the joint functions, the better decisions you can also make about what that next best step is for you. And as someone who personally was never formally diagnosed with TMJ disorder and yet also woke up with jaw pain, neck pain, tension headaches fairly regularly. I mean, we're talking like multiple headaches a week that literally laid me out. It's not something I struggle with anymore, but I also understand what it is to be in that. And I also have tried out and worked with clients and used the stuff that I use for myself and tested with clients as well to figure out what actually can help. So if you're right in the thick of it, I want you to know that life without jaw pain is possible. I can't wave a magic wand and fix it all for you, but we can talk about it and understand and keep taking steps forward. So TMJ stands for the temporomandibular joint, which is where your lower jaw meets your upper jaw. And really it's where your lower jaw meets the rest of your skeleton and your skull. TMD is temporomandibular disorders. And these are disorders specifically of the joint. So you can have things like joint pain. You can have degenerative bone disease. You can have disc disorders here. And interestingly, there's no widely accepted standard test available to diagnose TMDs because the exact causes and symptoms aren't really clear. So identifying those disorders can be difficult. So for me, I, again, was having neck pain. I was having tension headaches. I definitely had very, very, very tender um, jaw muscles, which we'll talk more about. And yet when I went to my dentist, there was no sign of tooth breakdown. Like I wasn't grinding my teeth to the point where my dentist felt like it was appropriate to add a bite guard. As a side note, a bite guard will protect your teeth from wearing out, but it doesn't solve the issue. Now you're just grinding into your bite guard. And so all of those soft tissues that are involved are still going to be irritated. So because I didn't fit this specific criteria, I wasn't diagnosed. But again, a formal diagnosis doesn't necessarily change the fact that you have pain. And there is something that we can do and you can do about having pain right now. So the temporomandibular, what does that actually mean? Temporo comes from the temporal bone, which is actually your cheekbone. So if you've ever watched any makeup tutorials online, you know, where you put your highlighter, although I know that that keeps changing, but like generally, where do you put your highlighter? Just above, or I guess where your blush would go to. Clearly, I don't know that much about makeup, but anyways, your cheekbone. That is the temporal bone. And then the mandible is the anatomical term for your jaw. So, temporomandibular, temporal, and the mandible. So, also Latin and anatomy really are just telling you where the bone is and what it does and its purposes. The really cool thing about this joint is that it has a, an articular disc and it's sort of like one of those gummy lifesaver candies. So think of it, you know, it does have some squish and give to it and it is unique to this joint. There are no other joints in your body that have this articular disc that's quite like this. It is dense fiber cartilaginous tissue. So it's sort of like the meniscus or labrum like you have in your knee and shoulders. Uh, But specifically for the jaw. So it's a specialized cartilage for the movement that happens here. And it's also a synovial joint. So again, like your hips, your knees, your ankles, your shoulders, that means that there's synovial fluid in the joint that's helping to keep it lubricated, that's helping to keep the cartilage nourished and all of those things. The purpose of this disc is to help distribute force more evenly through the joint and it also helps to increase surface area where the bones connect because a hard surface like a bone meeting another hard surface like more bone, it needs all the help it can get to have a fluid, smooth movement that isn't wearing itself down over time. So again, it's it's cushion, it's increasing surface area, but it's also helping the joint to just keep jointing, <laughs> right? To just keep doing joint things and being what it needs to be for you in your job. So that's understanding the joint itself. And also I hope you're not playing some game where you like take a shot of kombucha or something else every time I say joint, cause you will be absolutely toast by now, but let's move on to muscles. So overlaying the joint, you have your masseter muscle. So this is your primary chewing muscle and you can feel it yourself. If you just bring your hand to the side of your face and clench your teeth together, you'll feel that muscle kind of pop up into your fingers. So that temporal bone that cheekbone is just above that. If you just walk your fingers a little bit higher up and you can feel the difference too between bone and soft tissue. Even if your muscles are really 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 tight, restricted and feel like rock, uh, they're still not the same density, the same hardness as the bone is. Now, if right now just touching the masseter yields some pain, you're like, "Ooh, that's really sensitive." just put a a flag in that. That's a note. Red flag. We'll come back to that later. So the master does not just work by itself. It's directly connected to the muscle on your temple called the temporalis. So if you walk your fingers up to your temple, so we're going above the temporal bone and you clench your teeth again, you should be able to feel that muscle change texture underneath your fingertips. And the issue with the muscles here is that they're not like your hamstrings. They're not like your quads. It's really difficult to stretch them through movement alone. And chances are you're not even thinking about it. But your masseter is working all day, every single day, while you are talking, while you're eating, if you are chewing gum, perhaps throughout the day, maybe your I'm stressed or I'm thinking pose is just to clench your teeth together. So the masseter is working all day. And yes, it has a different type of muscle fibers compared to your quads, which are more of like explosive types of movement and that kind of thing. It's different type of muscle, but still how many times a day do you open and close your mouth? Just think of that. How many times a day? I mean, how many times a day have I opened and closed my mouth in talking for this recording? Like a bunch of times. So the masseter and temporalis do a lot of work. And because we normally don't have to, unless we are in a situation where we have some discomfort or pain, we don't think about it. There's also a bunch of small muscles behind and below the jawbone that can also contribute to discomfort and pain here. And the interesting thing, and this happens, of course, throughout the rest of the body, is you might have pain in these tissues. Like your masseter might be so, so, so bundled up, really grouchy, super irritated, hypersensitive, but you may not feel pain right in your masseter it might manifest as neck pain, it might manifest as ear pain, it might be manifesting as tension headaches. And the root cause may be coming from your masseter or temporalis or some other muscle in and around your mouth and jaw. But if you're like, okay, how do I know if I have tension? Number one, touch, like we've already talked about. If you just bring your fingertips to your masseter and apply any sort of pressure, if there is discomfort here, then you probably have some irritation in these tissues that would benefit from some soft tissue work. And I'll link a video on one way to do this. I shared it on social media before, super easy. You can do it. Just wash your hands before you touch your face or my esthetician will come after me. (laughs) But there's easy ways to do it without needing equipment. So you can massage the muscle here simply through kneading, just like you would for your upper back. And it's an easier place to get to because you can use your hands, right? It's not like trying to massage the middle of your upper back, which is really hard to reach with your hands. The face is very accessible. Now, another place to massage, and I don't have a video on this, but I think we can walk through it together just with words, uh, is a muscle called your pterygoid. And you have them inside of your mouth or really on like the inside of the jaw joint itself. So if you think of the master of being on the outside, pterygoids are going to be right on the inside. And pterygoids is spelled P-T-E-R-Y-G-O-I-D-S. So it's sort of like pterodactyl. If you've ever seen it on paper, that's how you say it. And the pterygoids can be brutal. I mean, I was walking a client through how to massage it this week and they just, they're never really stoked or happy. <laughs> they're just not again, especially if you are someone who has jaw tension or neck pain, which is always my kind of default. It's where I typically hold my stress. Um, also if you have a history of having a uh, dental work or orthodontia, which has changed your jaw mechanics and your bite because of how they've moved your teeth all of those things can impact how delightful your pterygoids feel. And actually, I definitely want to know if you do this massage, I'm gonna tell you how to do it right now. If you do this, and it does not hurt, please let me know because I also want to know like all about you and what you do to maintain just happy, happy, healthy pterygoids. I know for myself, I talk too much. Right. I'm making content and making podcasts. I'm talking to clients. That doesn't help. So if you also are someone who does talk a lot or perhaps again chewing gum, um, these are probably gonna be pretty grumpy. So the best way to get these, again, clean hands because you're gonna stick your thumb inside of your mouth. I like to do this in the shower because you're gonna drool, um, or maybe while you are brushing your teeth, right? Before, during, after, whatever, there's gonna be drool involved and you wanna have clean hands. So shower or over the sink. So if you take your right thumb, you're going to stick your hand, your thumb only into the back left side of your mouth. So that allows my fingers to be on the outside and my thumb to be inside of my mouth. And where you're guiding the thumb is to the back of your mouth, back behind your molars, um, sort of if like that V that's made from your top and bottom jaw. And you're going to find a muscle back there that is going to feel so hard. It's going to feel like bone, but it's not bone because it's going to be really sensitive when you find it. Again, if it's not sensitive, like, please tell me your secrets. I must know. And if any of these areas are sensitive to the touch, then yes, you have tension that should be addressed. So the best way to massage here through the pterygoids, honestly, is to apply just a little bit of pressure. You do not need enough. So your thumb is in the back of your mouth. If you, again, follow your uh, molars and go back to behind your molars, you're going to find that tissue. Just apply a little bit of pressure. You can open and close the mouth if you want. Um, I usually just close my eyes and breathe because it feels like garbage. And then for extra fun, Remember your hand, your fingers are on the outside and you can use them to massage the masseter from the outside as you are massaging pterygoids and masseter from the inside. So that is a great, great, great way to address the soft tissue tension in and around the jaw. And again, if you have neck pain or even shoulder tension, tension, headaches, jaw pain, any of that, I would a hundred percent give that one a try and see how that feels. And also too, if you're like, I mean, I don't think I have jaw pain, but like now my jaw is tired. I think for me too, right now, just talking about this, I'm feeling the tension in my jaw, All right, It matters. The number one question I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is I have this issue. What should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises. So you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips, your lower back, your feet, your neck and your shoulders. Plus, it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off. And again, you don't have to think about what to do. You just get it done. And with all of those resources, you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible. As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. That's right. Use the code MASTERY, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. So just like with all tissues through your body, a few minutes a day is all you need to help get these tissues back to feeling better. So for that pterygoids, you don't need to massage the inside of your mouth every day. And in fact, massaging it every day might be too much. So if you, you know, do it, in the shower every other day or something like that, that would be a great way to incorporate this into your routine. And like I said, if you pair this up with something you're already doing, like brushing your teeth or showering, that can help to make it a more consistent habit. And one upside of the jaw and neck is, again, that you can do these massages almost anytime. As long as you have clean hands, you don't really need any equipment. And you can do these with a therapy ball, of course, which I do like because then you can relax into it a little bit more. But I love how easy it is to work on these tissues just with your hands. Because remember, therapy balls mimic touch and they allow you to reach those hard to reach areas. But if you can use your hands, then absolutely go for it. And a article published out of Poland was looking at therapeutic protocols for TMJ massage. And I'll link to this in the show notes as well, because they found that kneading the masseter muscle, applying friction in and around the mandible. So again, this pressure that we've been talking about, kneading, stretching, all of these things were all helpful in addressing pain in the TMJ. So there are things that you can do for yourself above and beyond just having a bite guard, which may prevent the early onset of wearing down your teeth, but doesn't change the fact that you are still clenching your teeth. What can change them is addressing that tension, like we've talked about with soft tissue massage, and then working on improving your positions so that your head and neck are in a better position throughout the day that's not further contributing to the tension. So when your head comes forward, the muscles in and around your head and neck have to change how they're functioning. So instead of just working when you need them, now they're literally trying to hold your head on. And that can change the pull that's happening on your jaw because it doesn't live in a vacuum. Your neck muscles, your tongue muscles all attached to your jaw in different ways. So anything we can do to improve posture and improve position and address the tension that's preventing us from getting there will be really helpful to feeling better, especially for tension headaches and jaw pain. Now there's another analysis that was published in 2013 that was looking at TMJ pain and what's going on here. And they found that both posture issues and tension headaches appear at the same time in just under half of the people that they sampled. And so this data really confirms a high relationship between TMJ and these headache and postural issues. Also interesting here was that joint hypermobility was detected in about 15% of the sample data. So obviously more research is needed, but if you are someone who is hypermobile and super bendy, here's another, another fun thing that we get to experience, which makes sense, right? If the joint itself is a little bit lax and the muscles around it are creating tension to mimic the stability that a more stable joint would have, then it's no wonder. Also another note on hypermobility. As I'm recording this episode this week, I tweaked my elbow. I sprained my elbow joint, pushing up into a plank. You know, it's like the normal things. So when it comes to hypermobility, you can do all of the things and all of the things are super important, but life still happens. And my body maintenance and mobility plan have allowed me to, number one, be really aware of the tools I can use right away to address the pain. I'm not worried, I'm not freaking out. And then I can be working on tension in other areas so that there's no compensation patterns that are setting in. And like, I'm not super concerned because I have all the tools to deal with it. So with joint hypermobility, is it more likely to have things like jaw pain? Possibly. Is it possibly connected to bunions, which we've talked about before? Yes, absolutely. Can you just move in a weird way and tweak joints that you shouldn't normally tweak, like your elbows or your SI joint? Yeah, it happens. But building better awareness and improving your overall strength are going to be super helpful to building a body that is more resilient. So I hope this doesn't dissuade you from continuing to seek out strength training in a very functional and mindful way. But also I say this to clients sometimes too, if there was nothing to work on and your body was just like a clear lake, right? That is like unbothered. The surface is perfectly like glass. I personally would be bored. Now that might not be the same for you. Do I find it frustrating that there's always something to be working on? Yes. But also a It gives me something to do. And that to me really is the attitude of a body detective, that curiosity, that what is that next best step? Not, I have to have it all figured out right now. So if you do fall into that camp of having jaw pain, tension, headaches, TMJ issues, or just like generalized neck pain or tension, try some of the things that I shared today. Some of the soft tissue exercises, some of the massages that are going to help You can also check out episode 164. I did another in-depth episode on tension headaches. And we've already, again, talked about massages that you can do, but don't forget the activations. So activations, remember, are the strength-building exercises that help your body to kind of reset your movement patterns. So instead of keeping on... continually repeating the movement pattern that may have led you into this position in the first place, we're kind of resetting it, right? It's like shaking the etch-a-sketch, the therapy balls assist on that, and then the activation seals the deal. Now, especially I have found both in my body and with clients and with a head and neck, it's really important to rebuild and retrain your neck muscles, how to better support you in more efficient ways. So an exercise that I love to do, and it's a great starting place, is something called the face down wall slides. And we have this video inside of the video vault and inside movement mavens and inside of the mobility assessments. But basically it's this, you lay face down. I always like to put an air filled ball, like the gorgeous ball underneath my chest to give a little bit of lift. If you don't have that, you can use a folded up towel, just so you're not like face down onto your carpet or to your floor. And then you're going to bring your arms out to the side and then bend at the elbow. So you make almost like a football goalpost with your arms. Your arms are on the ground, you're going to pick your head up off the floor. And if that is enough work, then that's your exercise. Laying face down something under your chest, you're just picking your head up off the ground, paying close attention, careful attention to not creating more wrinkles on the back of your neck. So you're not looking forward, your eyeballs are still down towards the floor. And then from here, head is lifted, Uh, squeeze your glutes. So that'll take some of the pressure out of your lower back and then play with trying to lift your arms up off the ground. Maybe starting just with lifting your hands up off the ground. And when you can do that comfortably without triggering any neck pain, without triggering any jaw pain, that's when we start to progress it. And there's a bunch of different exercises you can do from there. But start with lifting your head without pain and then lifting just your hands even and then maybe your whole arm up off the ground. And you can get even more exercises similar to face down wall slides, but all activations and mobilizations that are going to help you with jaw and neck pain inside of my jaw pain self-care guide. And you can learn more about that at aewellness.com slash jaw pain, all one word. And I'll also link in the show notes for today's episode, not only the jaw pain self-care guide, but that video I talked about showing the massage you can do for your jaw and your masseter without needing any equipment, some therapy ball work for here, and also a neck massage rollout you can do too. So a bunch of resources for you to give a try. Definitely jaw pain sucks, pain sucks, period, but it is absolutely something that you can work on to improve. And it starts with addressing tension and improving position. And as always, if you need a little extra support, you want some personalized and customized support, that is exactly what I'm here for. So I'd love to hear what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. Also, if your pterygoids do not hurt, please tell me your secrets. I'm not even kidding. I'm not kidding. So you can take a screenshot. You can tag me on Instagram. I'm at Hala for Formala. You can find me on TikTok at AE Wellness. Or you can even leave a question on the Body Nerd Hotline at 818. 818- 3966501. And don't forget that show notes links the videos and resources I mentioned for today and all things podcast related live over at aewellness.com/podcast. This episode, episode 190, should be up there near the top depending on when you're listening to this, but you can find it all right there. And as always, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a body nerd. Thank you for your reviews and your kind words. Thank you for sharing these episodes and helping spread the word that life without pain is possible. Like I really, really appreciate the community that we have built and your curiosity and your willingness to try the weird things. Because I know sometimes you know, sticking your thumb in your mouth to massage something that hurts. Like not everybody's willing to do that, but you are. And I'm so appreciative of that. So here's to asking better questions, moving more, working on our jaw pain and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool. And you, my friend can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week.